Hi, everyone, and welcome to About Admissions, our podcast about college admissions. Ah, sh- <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> we believe in you, man. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Gil. Hi, everyone, and welcome to About Admissions, our podcast about college, college admissions, and uh, the difference between an insect and an arachnid. We need to figure this out. <laughs> We're your co-hosts. I'm Drew. And I'm Kirk. Uh, and if you would like to ask us anything about admissions, you could head over to college.admithub.com, post your question there. You can receive some responses from some of the best in the biz. And one of those people is uh, on the show with us today. We have with us a special guest. We have Gil Villanueva, who is the University of Richmond's Associate Vice President and Dean of Admission. Also, past chair and president of the Common Application. So thank you so much, Gil, for joining us today. And uh, we've, got some, we've got some great questions for you. We'd love to learn a little bit more about you, Gil. We want to hear more what about you. What makes you tick? What makes you tick? What's your story? I read that. Um, actually, I did, I'm not really sure if I knew this before about you, but but you were born in the Philippines and then moved uh, to California. Is that is that right? That is correct. And um, but we moved to the states when I was 12. As you might imagine, we're all pursuing the the great American dream. And what's neat was it's it's true. I, I'm I'm a living proof of it. Mm. And uh, you know, so is my family and, and other family members because, my gosh, in one month, we had 15 people living in a two-bedroom apartment with one bathroom. Wow. Ooh. So you really have to plan ahead and you have to <laughs> stay on schedule. But I have to tell you, because of education in, in our wonderful country, we have doctors, we have business people, we have um, nurses. We have lawyers, you know, and one of them is an admission dean. Uh, so, yeah, you know, the, the power of, of and transformative power of education is definitely true. So were you the first person in your family to go to college in the U.S.? I um, mean, the U.S., correct. Absolutely. So, um, you know, it's been uh, quite an experience. And uh, it's one of those things that, again, uh, just transformative and, and opened my eyes to many things. And. I do what I do in college admission because it's part of my way of giving back. Mm-hmm. I received quite, um, you know, a lot of support and a lot of help, and it's the least I could do. So you're a, you're a young man, Gil, and you know when you went to <laughs> <laughs> when you when you applied to college, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. You stayed close to home, right? You went to Pitzer. Um, what was that experience? Do you remember? Do you remember that experience? I remember the whole thing vividly. So as a young 47-year-old, <laughs> mm, 47 years I remember I was 18 years old and set to go to the Marines because we were we are a low-income family. We did not have mm. a lot of resources. Parents were divorced. And, um, you know, looking at our income, well, it's less than what college tuition was like back mm. then. So I was going to do the Marines, but one day a college buddy of mine I played football with came back and told me about this thing called financial aid. <laughs> what is financial aid? <laughs> and, 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 and certainly, and I, I believe this wholeheartedly, it is the great equalizer mm. in our country. It allows students, young people, to select, to attend a school that they normally would not be able to because of the cost of attendance. So he told me all about that, and I thought, oh, my gosh, well, maybe I should apply. Mm. Of course, mm. I missed all the 
the UC deadlines by then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, private school. Oh, okay. Well, they're they're inexpensive, Gil. Yeah, right. So, so I applied to uh, one state school, the CSU system, and private school. I ended up attending, and my gosh. You know, it was very easy for me to complete the financial aid forms because it was all zeros. <laughs> I to put zero, zero, zero. And I finally got the letter of admission. I remember this. I'm sitting there, and, by, and at the same time, I also got my financial aid reward. And then I waited a little bit for the other school, and then I compared both of them. And what's really neat is, my gosh, it w- the cost would be the same out of mm-hmm. my pocket. And for me, I just knew then that, my gosh, I need a lot of help. <laughs> you know, I, I, I know going to I'm, I'm not a big school kind of guy. So mm. it, was, it was wonderful. It's very exciting stuff. Now, when you were in school, probably as part of your financial aid package, you had a work study job. And from the looks of things here on your bio, you were a tour guide. Was that uh, a paid position or were you a volunteer? Uh, believe me, my friend, when you're Pell eligible, <laughs> low income, you want to get paid. You're not volunteering. So, yeah. the, the tour guide position was a paid position, and I was fortunate to, to have that position. Loved it. Gave tours, um, hosted students overnight, you know, just showed everyone around. Um, but I can tell you, I can still walk backwards. I can Beautiful. still do it. That's important. Now, there's a game kids play. Uh, you ever heard of this game, Two Truths and a Lie? <laughs> I'm curious. I like to see where this is. Going. Yeah, I'm just curious if you got any good truths it mixed in with a lie that might give us some pause and make oh, us that, think <clears throat> that we're gonna and we're gonna guess this. Yeah, we're gonna I guess wonder. Gil's two truths I mean, and is a lie. it is it too hard to put you on the spot? This is a tough one, Gil. Maybe. Well, we... you guys. Yeah, I I have not played this game, but I'm Let's game. Let's do it. So I'll come up with the information and you guys guess. That's right. Yeah. Guess. Truth. Yeah. Is that is that? Are you oh man, I'm 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 hard, man. Good luck to Let's you guys. See. Go for it. All right. You want a second, a pause, uh, a moment to? I'm collecting my thoughts here. <laughs> so three statements. Three statements. Right. One is true. Two are true. I mean, through two, two through. Uh, got it. Got it. All right. We have in our wonderful country, three thousand eight hundred fifty-three total colleges and universities. Also in our wonderful country, we have two hundred ninety-three colleges and universities that offer admission to 50% or less. I, I sensed a little hesitation on that one. Oh, Kirk's uh, your tail. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Go. And more than 50% of schools in our country today utilize demonstrated interest as part mm. of their application se- uh, selection process. This is tough. All right. I'm a tough guy. This is tough, Gil. All right. So question number one. Uh, 3,800 and some odd schools. Four-year schools, okay. I think that, that could be true. That seems I, around the ballpark. That's believable. He was, ver- he was right off the bat. He had Boom, that he one. nailed it. Uh, question number two, or statement number two. 293 schools oh, it, uh, admit, admit 50%, 50% or less. Or less, yeah, that's a good point. And then a third, it was about uh, how many 50% of schools use demonstrated right. interest? Right. And for those out there in uh, podcast land, demonstrated interest is when you say, hey, I want to go to your school before you apply. I love that. Richmond. I love it. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, what do you think? Uh, my gosh, this is tough, Gil. You're really putting us on the spot here. 
I'm gonna say what was the second one again? I'm already it's already out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> can't remember it. <laughs> the second one was 293 schools that accept 50 percent or less. I'm gonna say that's that is the lie, Gil. Well, whoa, but that's me. I don't that's know. you. Uh, I was actually gonna go for the last. The demonstrated one. interest. The demonstrated interest. I don't know if it is as many schools are so sophisticated. Yeah, 50 percent. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I might uh, want to rename. you can't change. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gil, give us the the skinny. What's the lie? The lie is the last yeah. statement. Oh. In our country, in our country, in the last five years, one out of five schools, or 20% of of reporting colleges and universities, actually utilize some form of demonstrated interest in their mm. application selection process. The first two are actually true. There's actually 3,853 total colleges and universities, but understand only 2,268 are four-year institutions. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. if you look at the College Board data under Big Feature, Big Future, excuse me, you can see that uh, in terms of schools that admit 50% or less, there's only 293 total schools. Wow. 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 I, I, so I Those are the ones given all the agita, though. That's right. That's 100% of the agita, <laughs> as we like to say in uh, podcast in, in, land here. In, in Italian podcast in land. Italian podcast land. So, Gil, I have, a, I have another question for you. As In your, in your role <clears throat> as um, dean of admission, also past chair, or cur- are you current chair, board chair? Of the past chair. <clears throat> past, past chair of the Common App. I mean, you've seen, obviously, you're in this group with a lot of your peers, and um, you're all talking about and setting policy um, around the, the country uh, and the world um, for students going through this process. I mean, what do you, I guess, personally see as the biggest challenge facing students applying to college today? For me personally, and I'm going to say this not just as um, my, not just from a professional standpoint, but a dad standpoint. Oh. My son is a senior in high school. Oh, oh my gosh. And two weeks ago, we just visited a bunch of schools, drove oh. all over the place, loaded up the SUV, <laughs> and ate amazing food on the road. But the biggest challenge in my book is really information, access to good information. Hmm. You know, I, I think much of the, the sort of the confusion and the angst and, and some of the myths that get perpetuated year in and year out has to do with lack of good information. Mm. And here's the scary part. There's actually really good information in the Internet. So there's good information in the Common App website, the College Board website, right? You College can look into – you you <laughs> there you go, Admit Hub. There you go, absolutely. <laughs> and then the other piece is – Colleges and universities really have worked hard to put good information about their respective offices and their processes Mm. actually in their own website. Mm. So I always tell young people about the three R's. You know, there are three R's out there. I like threes anyway. Okay. So you need to think about, you know, reflection. Reduce you got <laughs> no, no, but close. So you got, you got this is a it's a very you got to reflect about what you're thinking about, oh, okay. what's important to you. Think about you know what you wish to do. So reflect, and then you have to go ahead and do some research. I mean, you got to go out there. There's tons of information. The third R has to do with resources. Mm-hmm. Find. I mean, there's stuff around you. Even if you go to a school that does not have a school counselor 
and many schools don't, unfortunately, you can still help yourself by looking at really good information in the Internet and, of course, working with organizations like yours, Advit Hub, that's providing really good um, data and, and other information that is key for students to, to go about their searches. You are too kind, Gil. We're going to send Not that. to mention all the wonderful podcasts we put online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But getting back to that road trip, oh, yeah, we need to really dig into this one a little bit because yeah. um, that is a seminal moment in any mm. anyone uh, contemplating going to college. That road trip with your parents, you're a teenager, you've got <laughs> near toxic levels of hormones going through your body. The, literally, you, the sound of your parents' voice <laughs> can, can be off-putting. And to be confined in an automobile uh, on this voyage to, toward your adulthood, really, um, is is an important transition period, and and I'm curious, was there any tension at all uh, uh, during any of these this journey, Gil? You can tell us. We won't tell your son. We won't tell anyone. No. Well, no. I have to admit, you know, I, I don't know how so, my son did it because I know myself personally to the <laughs> point you made. You know, I'd be all over the place, but <laughs> yes. my son was also next to his younger sister. And they were in the back seat, and thank goodness, and I think this was the key, you supply your children with technology. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this much. I, I think one of the things that we did very well in this trip, we took some of our own advice in that let's not talk about college 24-7. Mm. You know, so we'll talk about college as we get near the school we're going to visit, during, and maybe a smidge after that. But after that, hey, it's all good. Let's go to our next destination. Oh. I think the other thing that we did very well is we did not cram two schools in one day. Oh, smart. One school a day. We built a lot of, because we drove quite a bit, oh, some, some alone time. <laughs> we found some cheap deals in hotels Beautiful. to make sure that we're not crammed in a little box. <laughs> now, I've heard the criticism from some parents who go on these these journeys with their kids that they do the tours and sometimes they find it hard to tell the difference between these schools. Did you did you feel any of that? I mean, you're in the business. Did so. you go on the tours too? Gil? You go on the tours. Oh, we went on the, the tour. Did you walk backwards? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this much: my wife worked at three as worked as an admission counselor at three very selective schools, yeah, and I'm still doing business. Them. Wow! So we know way too much, <laughs> and again, we took our own advice: go walk, stay in the back. Don't ask questions. <laughs> no, you didn't ask any let, questions. You didn't grill these tour guides. Let Grant let Grant handle it. Let him ask questions. Have him be up there. Of course, and behind the scenes, though, just so you know, I did tell him, hey, look, at each of these schools, at least think about three questions you're gonna ask, you, you would mm -hmm. like to ask, mm -hmm. either the tour guide or if you're lucky enough to see an admission officer, what three questions yep. you have about each of these schools. Mm -hmm. Again, it's just nice, a nice thing to have, and people appreciate you doing some research on their schools. Demonstrating interest. Was, mm -hmm. one, was, oh! one those, was one of those questions, how was your psychology program? <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, you know, I, I ask my son, you know, think about some, something that's important to you, and if they can't, if you can't find the answer in in the website, ask the question. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to sort of more general advice for our listeners, we actually have a, a an email here from one of our faithful listeners, 
Very uh, faithful very listeners. Faith- oh, yeah. One of the three. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll, I'm going to give it a read, and then hopefully we can give uh, this person a, some a sage wisdom, or at least a little bit of humor. If, 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 if Gil is something, he is sage. Indeed. He's, 47, <laughs> he's 47, after all. I had my first gray hair the other day. But, <laughs> but that's another. That's a story for another podcast. Well, Gil doesn't have hair, so he doesn't have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, wonder, yeah, he pulled it all out on this road trip. I know. Okay, ready, gentlemen? Ready. Dear about admissions, does it really matter where I go to college? I'm applying to 12 colleges this fall. Most of them are on the East Coast, about four hours from my house. Some are expensive, but the cost really isn't a make or break for my family. My mom wants me to go to college that she went to, uh, which is a small college in Pennsylvania, and my dad wants me to go to the top college I get accepted into. I've been on tours, all campuses, every school seems the same to me. But does it really matter where I go for the next four years? Sincerely, my head is spinning. Um, mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Help so, this kid out, Gil. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really we're outsourcing the ho- the job of hosting this That's podcast right. every week. <laughs> yeah, let it, leave it to the pros. Well, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> when you're done, just let us know, okay? Well, I'm going to address the first portion of it. I mean, does it matter? Doesn't I'm matter. I'm thinking to myself, all right, I'm lucky to be married, and I married <laughs> up. Does it, does it really matter who we marry? Does it? Does it matter in terms of where we live? Does it matter, you know, uh, what kind of, of life we want to live down the road? I mm. think so. I, I think so. And the reason is this. I feel like... You know, certain courses are going to be offered all over the United States. The information is going to be the same, yeah. right? What they're going to teach you will be very, very similar. The question now is, is the experience and the delivery, right? Yes. So, you know, if, if you're someone who is not really uh, good in being in a big classroom setting or the opposite, you don't want to be in a small classroom oh. setting, well, you need to account for that, right? Because it does matter. And then you, you will want to know, is this a fit, a match for you, mm. not just academically, but socially. Mm. And then at some point, well, let's think about outcomes. Yeah. Let, let's face it. Some schools do a much better job than others in getting their students, or graduates rather, to bigger and better places, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So find out about that information because there, there are no guarantees. So I think it does matter. Yep. I agree with you, Gil. I think my head is spinning is in a natural place. I mean, most teenagers, in when they come to this decision, their heads are spinning, quite honestly. Mm. So it's not uncommon to feel that way, but I think you nailed it. What was it? The three R's. The three R's. Reflect, research, resources. And, and resources, <laughs> exactly. But you mentioned something interesting, and I'm, I want to dig into it a little bit. You said... Uh, Find out information about outcomes from these schools. If you were a young person, where would you go? I mean, I know the federal government released their college scorecard recently, which is sort of aggregate data, and you can find out how how much money people make who graduate from this school and what the graduation rate is. Is there some other information you would go to to find out what it's like to go and graduate from a school? Absolutely. You know, the first thing is there's a lot of – national data out there that you can look at. You mentioned a couple of them, but even more like day-to-day uh, mm-hmm. rankings, like U.S. News and World Report 
you know, will actually not just rank colleges and universities, but there are different rankings that they will provide, such as best values. So yeah. the best values to me personally is infinitely more important than any other ranking that they provide in terms of outcomes, right? Yeah. Because they're factoring, you know, what students typically receive in financial aid or scholarship, how level of indebtedness, and then, you know, what are they doing after graduation in terms of graduate school, professional school, how much they're earning? They all factor that in and they end up ranking these schools. But let's not stop there. Let's dig in. Yeah. Go into some of these colleges, some of their websites, and under the search box, type in, right? Type in career. Type in the word uh, uh, graduation results, mm-hmm. outcomes, and then see what they have to say. What, how does uh, Richmond stack up? Thanks for the plug opportunity. <laughs> we are our career services department, at least since I've been here, and this is uh, year number eight, we've been in the top ten uh, in terms of ranking of career services departments Great. in the country. So we're really proud of that. Um, I'm proud of the fact that it's the exception um, that's not employed or, or who's not employed or graduate school within six months. So we're proud of that as well. And honestly, I tell my son this all the time. I tell my daughter this now, and she's going into eighth grade. Hey, look. You know, once you've accounted for all the things that you want, right, Yeah. Mm-hmm. look into these things because it is important so that, you know, your mom and I could actually go on a nice vacation someday, <laughs> you, know? Yes. you know, so I could have my Porsche someday, <laughs> you know. So happiness of the parents, that should be a different uh, right. metric. Yeah, exactly. The bank of mom and dad, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to dry out. <laughs> so, my kids know this. Oh. So. Well, that's great. So uh, anything, anything else you want to say, Gil? You got anything else on your mind before we wrap it up? Any last words of last advice? Last words of, of sage advice? <laughs> well, I don't know if this is sage, but I'll say this much. A lot of young people sometimes ask, well, how do I even begin mm, to account yeah. for you know, my, my interests and, and what I would want uh, in a college? How do I even begin with my college search process? So we already talked about those three R's, but even before the three R's, an easy way to go about it is I tell young people, think about the three things that you really like the most about your current school, Mm -hmm. the three Mm -hmm. things, and you better make sure they exist Mm -hmm. at the schools you're thinking about. Because I argue that if those three things exist already at these schools, all you're on your way. You're already accounting for your fit and your match. That's great. Well, thank you for that advice, Gil. I think it's uh, about time to wrap up this episode of about admissions another I, I successful it, episode yeah, i hate to do it we're having such we'll a have to time. have you back gil because we didn't even get into the common i wanted to ask oh, man, him so many questions so much to talk about <laughs> oh, so much God. well uh that's all the time we've got for today you can find about admissions on itunes or soundcloud special thanks to gil villanueva the head honcho at the well, I, I you are the head honcho at the University of Richmond, Gill. Let's be honest here. <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, I'm not. <laughs> Inspiration for today's show is provided. We never found this out by the Richmond Spiders. What's Gill? You must know. You must get this question at Richmond. What's the difference between an arachnid and an insect? Well, I can tell you what makes you know uh, you are spider different. What? Is yeah. we're, we were red and blue. To begin with, and I have to tell you that you know you have 54,000 living spiders all over the world, 
and they want to make sure their legacy continues, and yes. this is why I think they work very hard to support our graduates. So I think that would be a distinguishing thing wow. that we have. They t- spiders take care of other spiders, right? You bet. That's right. Bet. Weave that web, Gil. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Uh, so thanks again for the for Gil and the Richmond Spiders. And of course, Ajita is always provided by College Ranking. Although we we talked a lot we about debunked College Ranking. Ajita we College Ranking. We did. That's a whole this episode. This whole thing is scrapped. That's Can a whole episode it? in and of itself. We hope you're leaving us a little more informed and a lot more relaxed. Be sure to catch us next time as we're sure to have a lot more to say about admission. Hey, Gil. You demand. Thank thanks you so much. so much. Bye, guys. Take it easy. Take it easy.